The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. You're listening to In The Corner with Benny Mac. Unfiltered, uncensored and unforgiving. Here's the man in the corner, Benny Mac. Welcome to In The Corner. Hope you're having a good week. Hope you had a good weekend. It's been absolutely boiling here in the UK. And I'm sure many of you are aware of that. Uh, it is the 12th of July, 2022. Um, and welcome to the SGP World Media Network. I want to thank Cy for giving this show a chance, really. <laughs> uh, just myself this week on the podcast. It's been a while since I've done a show by myself, to be totally honest with you. Uh, but I think I can remember how to do this. Um, you are. This is in the corner. Uh, obviously, our first show was the money in bank, the money in the bank review. Uh, you know, like I said on the on the review, I think the pay per view did a good job uh, of what it needed to do. Um, I think we're you know it's leading up to SummerSlam. Uh, how's the stories are going, uh, man? It's so hot in this room. I've got my fan on over here, so I'm assuming you can ha- can't hear it. But man, it's so warm. I've got a cold drink with a absolute loads of ice in it to try and keep me going because we've got a lot to cover uh we will talk about raw happened last night obviously um we're not going to go through the whole three hours of it to be honest try and just uh, pick some of the highlights for myself uh obviously let me know on twitter uh what you think uh at in the corner wwe let me know there is a couple of comments actually i asked uh about uh, yesterday i think i put it out on twitter uh with everything going on uh, with certain WWE officials, well, let's focus on the wrestling, which is what I want to do. I mean, we will cover some of this stuff outside WWE at some point. I just want to kind of let it play out and see what comes to light and what more else is going to happen because I think regardless of how this is going, I think uh, Vincent Mann probably needs to let go of the reins and because uh, I notice he's uh, basically uh, made himself... Uh, he's still head of creative, but he's not the COO anymore, I think, or CEO. Um, so others are doing that. I know Stephanie McMahon is like essentially the uh, interim chairman, I think, as I sit here with you now. I mean, I'm checked upon it, to be honest. Like I said, we're going to cover more of that probably next week, to be totally honest. It's quite a big old thing to go on. So I just wanted to focus on the wrestling, really, and what's going on. And, you know, we're, we're not that far away from SummerSlam. That is obviously, uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but uh, July 30th. Um, so we are just over, what's that, just over two weeks away. Um, and to be honest, do you know what? July 30th, ladies and gents, if you're in the UK, that is a Saturday, so we haven't got to worry about being up unless you work in retail, obviously. Uh, if you work a normal Monday to Friday job, you can stay up if you want. You can watch it and um, not have to worry about being up because obviously half the time it doesn't finish till 4 a.m. Uh, in this country, maybe 3.30, depending on how long it's going on. But uh, yeah, um, it's been... Um, I'm just excited about SummerSlam, really, is what I'm getting at. So, uh, but yeah, I uh, appreciate a follow at uh, In The Corner. Uh, oh, sorry, on Twitter, at In The Corner WWE. I'm still getting used to that. Uh, eventually, I will get it right. Uh, we've got a few things I want to chat about quickly that I've seen pop up. Uh, who, um, so, um, some news that's been flying around this week. Okay, so apparently Pat McAfee has signed a multi-year extension to his contract. And that is, uh, to be honest, I will, I, I'm, I'm going to admit right now, when I first started uh, watching it uh, back in, because uh, I, I watch it on and off, but I obviously I never watch the weekly shows as much. Obviously, that's what I'm doing now uh, as much as I can. Um, 
And based on what I've seen lately, is the summer, uh, SmackDown, sorry, is probably the better show. Pretty much reminiscent of uh, the 2002s, 2003s. Uh, SmackDown was the better show, and it seems like it is still. Um, I've griped about this before, but I've griped about it for, very, for about 40 seconds. Raw is just too long. Three hours is too long. We should have an hour and a half show. With ads, that's two hours. That way, when we come to a premium event, as they're not called pay-per-views anymore, uh, we get a chance to um, actually sort of enjoy the pay-per-view. I think it's... By having a three-hour Raw, I think it takes away from the premium events is what I'm getting at. Hopefully that makes sense. But yeah, he signed a multi-year extension um, on Thursday, actually, last week. Uh, And McAfee's been on there since uh, April 2021, I believe, uh, alongside... uh, Michael Cole, and at first I wasn't too sure about the guy, but do you know what? The more and more I've watched, the more and more I've heard his commentary. Okay, he's no JR or or King, obviously, but, you know, he's one of the better ones today. And actually, with Michael Cole, he works really well, and I enjoy those two on commentary. Um, Obviously, he's wrestled a few matches. He did that in NXT, uh, I believe, in War Games. And obviously, this year, he um, had a great match against Theory, I mean, Theory plays that bad guy so well, obviously. But, um, you know, having um, Pat McAfee beat him at WrestleMania was quality. Uh, not to the point of, like, where he's absolutely beat down Theory, just like a cheeky pin at the end. I thought it was the right way to do it. And just the, the atmosphere when McAfee came out was brilliant. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Pat McAfee, I think he's... Uh, I mean, well, I think he's going to be um, at SummerSlam as well. We'll, well. We're going to be looking into the SummerSlam match card as I see it right now and how, what they've announced so far. I know there's stories building and we could probably see a Becky Lynch, uh, Belair possibly at SummerSlam. Now, if they do that, what I would quite like to see is a repeat of last SummerSlam, but Belair going over on Becky Lynch in seconds rather than the other way around. So just to get sort of that little payback. I know it only lasts for a couple of seconds, but I reckon it'd be quite good for the fans to see her just wipe out Becky Lynch and then have Becky Lynch try and claw back to the top, really. Um, some other news came out this week. Uh, so, in, so she literally started her um, article with You Can Call Me Soraya now. Uh, so Paige is officially no longer part of WWE. Uh, and there's a brilliant article with her talking about her time and how she feels about everything uh, to, on theplayerstribune.com. Um, and it was, uh, you know, it was her last day and everything. Now, I'm sure many wrestling fans remember, obviously she came in, uh, she was in NXT for a bit. She was NXT Women's Champion. Uh, or, yeah, Women's Champion, they called that, didn't they? And then she made a debut on Raw against AJ Lee. Now, something the, fi- the film Fighting With My Family doesn't portray, because obviously it's dramatized a bit, is that the fact that this young woman was literally... NXT Women's Champion came to Raw, beat AJ Lee on a debut, and was basically she had both bouts, but yet on the main roster they never really acknowledged it too much. Apart from uh, I think I think JBL was GM of NXT at the time, and she did vacate the title, but on the main roster they never mentioned it. But yet when Kevin Owens came in and dropped Cena his first night, he had the NXT Championship with him. So. I don't really know the thinking behind that back then, but, uh, you know, the film doesn't really portray that. Uh, but, yeah, she was great. Um, do you know what? I don't know if it will ever happen again, but it would be cool to see her come back to WWE and maybe do something. It was a shame that her return a few years ago um, just didn't... Well, she got an injury, didn't she? She got kicked in the back of the head in a house show, and it kind of caused her concussion and neck problems. Um 
obviously a little bit of hope when Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, um, obviously made a comeback after a couple of years of not being allowed to wrestle because of, um, uh, you know, concussions and stuff. Um, so I always kind of had it in the back of my head that she would be back. Um, the contract's over now. What she does next, I'm not sure. Is she going to be all elite? <laughs> the way it's going, <laughs> maybe. But it would be nice to have her back in some form or fashion in WWE at some point. But um, I love watching what she did in WWE. You know, it's always cool to see someone, somebody from the UK, to see a fellow uh, United Kingdomer, if we'll call them from from, the, from day from now on. Um, was uh, it was cool to see someone from this country sort of make it big over there. Um, and I know, like. Um, like Seamus isn't from uh, from I'm from England, so he's not from England, but he's from the UK. And to see someone from Ireland do really well in WWE, first Irish-born champion and stuff like that, just see European wrestlers in general, whether it's UK or not, whether it's Germany, wherever, um, to see our style translate over there in the US, and actually these men and women can become stars. I, I like it. So um, yeah, I'm sad that uh, Soraya, aka. Page is now no longer with WWE, but we hadn't seen her on TV for a long time, in fairness. Um, but it would be nice to maybe see her back at some point. Um, who knows? Who knows? Maybe she goes into the Hall of Fame next year. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she's not quite that level yet, but uh, I think you can't deny what she actually achieved during that Divas era. Um, you know, with all those women coming up from NXT, you know, followed by, you know, like uh, Charlotte and all that. Uh, Becky, Bailey, Sasha, you know, all these uh, women coming up from NXT, you know, after Paige was, um, I think she, uh, I think she set the trend to a degree. Um, but yeah, hopefully one day maybe we'll see her again, but uh, maybe keep an eye on the AEW's um, <laughs> socials and we might see an AEW page. Maybe Soraya is all elite or something. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Uh, wouldn't mind know what you think about Paige's career in WWE let me know at uh, on Twitter uh, in the corner WWE um, some of your favourite moments maybe some of the low moments I don't know but um, I think she had a she had a really good career um, it seemed to be over really quickly I think I don't know but yeah um, anyway let's get into uh, this week's Raw and some of the the higher moments I thought that were uh, on Raw this week I literally need that sound effect so I can have a drink, which I didn't grab my cup in time, so I can have a drink now. I need it, I'm talking so much. Uh, so Raw, something I literally just picked up just before I um, hit record, really, is that because obviously the Judgment Day had a bit of a setback. Obviously, they edged, they kicked Edge out of the group. Um, and not long after, Rhea Ripley has, uh, is out at the moment. Uh, but this week on Raw, the Judgment Day have actually tried to invite Dominic Mysterio to join their ranks, um, and they do. And they do mention it's going to be um, ultimately. He, uh, you know, he says no, and they end up in a bit of a brawl. So maybe we're going to see the Judgment Day versus the Mysterios at SummerSlam, possibly. Um, also, Finn mentions the fact that Edge is gone and never coming back. Now. Um, the segment was good. Um, obviously, it's setting up. I believe it's setting up something for SummerSlam, or maybe there's going to be a long-term story. I don't think so. I think it's, we got a, what I said, what two and a half weeks, over just over two weeks before um, SummerSlam. So more than likely, this is going to culminate at SummerSlam. Maybe um, we. St- I'm, I'm going to go through the match card in a moment, but um, 
Finn mentions, as I said, Edge is no longer, he's never coming back and everything, but they have these promos running at the moment, which many of you have probably seen, um, and there's a lot of speculation over them. Some of them are saying Bray Wyatt and all this kind of stuff, but if you look in the video, and I'm sure that you've seen this already, you can see a license plate that says Latino Heat on it, you can see a Dudley's glasses, you can see the Edge, uh, sorry, the Hardy's sleeves they used to wear, uh, there's a gold medals hanging there, so the general consensus is that this is Edge. Um, and it makes sense because Edge faced all those people in his career. Obviously, TLC, um, Edge and Eddie had a great ladder match on SmackDown in 2000. I think it was 2002. Um, and Edge has faced Angle, obviously, the head shave and everything, your bowl chants and all that going on, or the you suck chant he did as well. So logically speaking, what we've seen in the video, I think it's going to be Edge. Um, don't get me wrong. If Fiend slash Bray Wyatt came back to WWE, I'd love that as well. As long as I don't keep chopping the legs from underneath him. Because they keep building Bray Wyatt back in the day, or the Fiend, and then they just like he loses. It's like, why have you built this person? And to have him lose against Goldberg and stuff like that, I just it didn't make any sense. I felt like this is a long-term character that you could have done a lot more with, and it just didn't. It just didn't quite get there for some reason. But yeah, I think those promos are Edge. Um, I think if I'm, I'm, do you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I'm 98% sure this is Edge. And I'm also going to go out on a limb here and say that I believe. Two things here. I believe Edge will return at SummerSlam. He has teamed with um, Rey Mysterio before. They were tag team champions back in the day. So there's a link there. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but there is a link there. Maybe he'll get involved in the Mysterio's match. Like I said, I believe they're going for a tag team match, possibly. Rhea's out at the moment. I don't know when she's going to be returning. We're going to have a quick update on Rhea in a moment. Um, But the promo video is pretty good. I've actually got the promo video. It's on YouTube, and I've put the link in the podcast description. So if you want to have a look at it, uh, give it a look if you haven't seen it. And you've got to freeze frame it, but I can tell you those things I said about the uh, the license plate and stuff, they're in that video. You've got to pause it at certain places, but it's definitely there. I'm a bit of a nerd on that one, but yeah, I'm, I'm 98%, sure, 98% sure this is Edge. The thing I think is going to happen is Edge is either going to return at SummerSlam or he'll return on Raw the next night. It would make sense more to do it at SummerSlam. It's one of the biggest events. SummerSlam is like... You know, you got WrestleMania, which is the big spectacle, and I feel like SummerSlam is almost like the wrestling fans' WrestleMania. If that makes any sense to anybody, it makes sense to me. Um, I think I've put it a good way. <laughs> I don't know, um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, the Judgment Day tried to get the Dominic Mysterio basically calling out Ray, saying he's old, he's been there twenty years, it's time to go home, basically, and uh, end up in a bit of a brawl on Raw. Finn. I'm actually enjoying at the moment. We haven't seen much of the Judgment Day, to be honest, or at least I haven't, um, since the Edge, uh, you know, was kicked out, and then Rhea's now gone. Uh, Rhea was obviously supposed to be at Money in the Bank, but couldn't. Um, but yeah, a Finn is a bad guy. Could be really interesting, and um, Damian Priest wasn't too bad on the mic either. So there's potential for this group to do something. Uh, the background to this, the group was when Edge started it. My belief was, if you look at it, Edge had a haircut and everything, um, that um, almost like a cult type thing. But apparently the backstage gossip is that um, they wanted to take the group in a supernatural route. Um, And Edge, allegedly, Adam Copeland, didn't agree with this. So in order to sort this out, I guess, they uh, kicked Edge out. That's obviously a rumor. I don't know if that's true. Anybody can confirm, or anybody, if you know anybody who works at WWE that's willing to talk to me, 
bring it on. Let's have it. <laughs> yeah, check out the promo. Uh, the, the link will be in the um, uh, description of the podcast. Okay. Uh, right then. So, uh, Rhea Ripley update. So, Rhea Ripley, um, obviously, she's a Judgment Day star. She was, she came became part of the, the group alongside um, Damien and Finn Balor after kicking out Edge, obviously. Uh, she last wrestled on the June 6th episode of Raw, I believe, and she was revealed to have... Well, she was pulled off from Money in the Bank, which is what I said. Um, but she was unable to compete um, on June 20th after revealing she needed dental surgery after a mid-match mistake in the last outing. So some teeth missing i guess um but then there's been a picture this week on social um which i saw and it wasn't until i read the comments well i didn't pick up on it to be honest with you so thank you for the internet sometimes you're very helpful um she's out with brain and teeth injuries so i'm guessing maybe a concussion um but also in the picture she's wearing a heart monitor now whether this is a something the doctors have asked her to wear to monitor her or whether it was um is it some sort of exercise thing where you you know attach it to your phone or whatever? Do you know what I mean? I don't know, but um, apparently she is yes. Yeah, so you got brain and teeth injuries, which I was not aware of uh, until uh, finding this earlier. So um, when she's back, I have no idea. Maybe she'll be back at SummerSlam. That'd be cool um, to maybe see that. Um, but uh, hopefully she'll be back soon. Um, the main event this week on Raw was Riddle Bobby Lashley versus. Uh, Theory, so Theory and uh, Seth freaking Rollins uh, on this past week on Raw uh, was a good main event, to be fair. Um, during the break, as the match was going on, Dolph Ziggler came out and sat ringside, which uh, last time I saw Dolph Ziggler, he was uh, kind of doing some stuff in NXT. Obviously, he went, became NXT champion as well. Um, I figured he was outside there to possibly cause some trouble in a sense of um, maybe... Um, maybe join Theory. Uh, but as the match goes on, Theory goes for a roll-up on uh, Riddle. Um, Theory puts his feet on the middle ropes and then out of nowhere, Dolph Ziggler knocks off Theory's legs. Theory doesn't like this and uh, takes the RKO from Riddle and then uh, uh, Riddle and um, the United States champion Bobby Lashley walk out winners. Um, so, yeah, it was quite su- surprising, really. And then as that's going on, there out the ringside. There is a funny moment. Bobby Lashley pushes Riddle to like celebrate, but he actually knocks Riddle on his ass, and it's absolutely. I thought there was a turn going, and I was like, "Oh, what's going on? Oh no, it's not happening." Okay, um, so yeah, uh, that <laughs> that was quite funny actually. If you watch out back, he does push him before. I don't know if he trips. It looks like he pushed him anyway. But um, the Raw goes off the air with Dolph Ziggler after super kicking Theory, and it's just like, "Whoa, how?" Wh- 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 so this is cool. So. Um, a face Dolph Ziggler would be really good uh, I rated Dolph Ziggler for a long time one of my favourite cash-ins ever is Dolph Ziggler cashing on Del Rio the night after Mania the pop is amazing the crowd love it and I absolutely loved it and I couldn't it was so long before he cashed that in so it was so cool to see that happen shame his uh, title run didn't last long I think he ended up getting concussioned but um, such a shame really and um, well the top of the show off of the show we had Brock Lesnar coming out and literally um, we have the Usos and um, Paul Heyman and Paul Heyman saying he's going to basically tell Roman to re- if he has to reach up through <laughs> Brock Lesnar's ass which they don't 
block out on Raw Talk on the network, but they did bleep it on the actual broadcast, obviously, and pull out his heart. So I was quite surprised they said that, really. Um, Brock says a few things here and there, not a lot, to be fair. Um, Alpha Academy come out. Uh, Chad Gable tries to chop block Brock, and then uh, Otis tries to knock him down, doesn't go down, and then Brock proceeds to beat the holy crap out of uh, Alpha Academy. Um, it always surprised me they start the shows with like that big moment you know and they never start with a match anymore which is fine i get it sometimes they do but rarely and because they want to build up the story don't they i guess but um what happened to tuning into a wrestling show and actually seeing a wrestling match as soon as it started you know i know there's reasons for it but sometimes it would be nice just to see a wrestling match you know as soon as it's as soon as the show starts um because uh, when I say Otis and Chad came out, what I should have said was Theory came out first and Chad and Otis tried to jump him. Uh, Theory teasing that he's going to cash that in at SummerSlam, either on Brock or Roman. He doesn't care. Um, so, yeah, well, I mean, it would be interesting. I think we're probably going to see it. I reckon there's a 75% chance that Theory cashes in at SummerSlam. Um, uh, as I said, I put a question out uh, earlier on Twitter. Uh, what are your thoughts on... Um, well, should Theory cash in at SummerSlam? Uh, witticisms of uh, witticisms of Ben uh, put, um, as for Theory, I don't think he will cash in at SummerSlam. Uh, play the arrogant heel for a bit longer. Now, he is really good at it, so I agree with that. Now, this is what I never thought. I didn't even think of this, because my assumption is that you cash in for the WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship, the unified one, obviously. But, but you, Witticisms of Ben... It may be a good way of getting one of the bouts off Reigns. So does that contract actually let him have a double title match or is it only for the WWE title or is it only for the Universal title? So that's actually a good thought. I never even thought of that. Now, whether they do that, I don't know. My logic my logic says to me that that is now one bout. They've unified it. So obviously Roman, last I saw him, he was still carrying both bouts. So an interesting theory there, no pun intended, from uh, Witticisms of Ben on Twitter. Um... So yeah, it was uh, it's quite interesting. Like I said, I didn't even think of that. So <laughs> could he ununify Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar? Because their Brock Lesnar match in the last man standing match is for the undisputed championship. So it's an interesting theory, Ben. It's an interesting theory. One I hadn't thought of. And every time I say theory, you must have a drink of your choice. But it has to be alcohol. Uh, right then, so... Um, I think that's about it, really. We're going to look at the... Because uh, we'll have a SummerSlam uh, prediction show, you know, the week before. See if we can get our predictions right over here on uh, In The Corner with myself. I'll try and get a guest on for that, and we'll try and do some uh, predictions for that. Um, uh, so, right. So, yeah, SummerSlam is July 30th, as I said earlier. It's on Saturday, which is good, because it means I get to stay up and watch it and not have to worry about being up. Um, obviously, I, it's kind of been announced i think this weekend last week you kind of see it coming anyway but miz is going to be facing uh, logan paul um something i did see on raw and um, what i never thought really that there's such an odd couple um tomaso champa and miz teaming up you wouldn't have thought that but weirdly it works um tomaso champa probably going to be the muscle for miz really um but tomaso champa obviously was a great champion nxt champion and stuff so and can have some excellent matches. Um, so yeah, it's um, It's an interesting couple, and I don't know where they're going to go with that. Um, but uh, 
at the moment, weirdly, I'm liking it. It is kind of like chalk and cheese, but it, I, I, weirdly, I think it works. So I'm interested to see where that goes. But Logan Paul is going to be at SummerSlam. Now, I'm not really a fan of Logan Paul, in fairness. Um, I don't. I know certain things about him. Um, despite what you think about him at WrestleMania, I'm not saying he was perfect, but he looked pretty good in the ring. Um, it doesn't beat, it does not beat Ronda Rousey's debut at WrestleMania, but um, he was pretty good in the ring. He looked like he could uh, he could work, so let's see how he does at SummerSlam. SummerSlam's going to be the test for him because I believe at the moment, as it stands, it's going to be Miz versus Logan Paul. Quite honestly, I thought Logan Paul would make more of a heel um, rather than a rather than a face, but we'll see how it goes. Um, United States Championship match: Bobby Lashley versus Theory, a rematch um, from uh, Money in the Bank. And uh, do you know what? The Money in the Bank match was really good. I enjoyed that. I think I said that on the actual show itself. Um, I'm interested to see where that goes. Does Theory pick it up? If Theory picks it up, he, I'm going to probably. What my logic is here is that the Theory will lose and not cash in. Or are we gonna, otherwise, we could have Theory as United States champion. He cashes in and becomes undisputed champion. That guy's going to have so much championships around him, <laughs> he won't know where to turn. Um, but yeah, I don't know. As I said, I'm gonna, what did I say? 75% of him cashing in possibly at SummerSlam. It makes sense. The two behemoths going at it um, in a last man standing match. Quite interesting. If he cashes in, in theory, again, no pun intended, um, that would make it a triple threat match. I don't think there's ever been a triple threat last man standing match, as far as I'm aware. Um, but it also could be quite funny if he cashed in. They're both down. Theory cashes in. And it's now a triple threat last man standing match. And the other two are down. And he stood up. And he, the referee just counts 10. So he doesn't do anything. How much will you hate that guy if that happens? <laughs> um, so that could be the way they go. I have never know. Um SmackDown Women's Championship at the moment as it stands. Um, there's going to be a championship contenders match this uh, Friday on SmackDown between Natalia and Liv. I'm guessing it will be maybe a triple threat. I don't know if uh, um, Natalia wins. But as it's set at the moment, as I'm looking at it, is Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. I believe they'll probably make this a triple threat because that's a good way of keeping no, no disrespect to her. But with Ronda Rousey in the match, it makes maybe they'll do it so Natalia takes the loss, and then Liv retains, maybe? I don't know. We'll get into that more as we know about it. Um, I did also ask, what do you think of Liv being champion? Now, me personally, I absolutely loved it. I was not expecting her to cash in on the same night. I really was not. Uh, I loved it when she won it, and I loved it even more when she became champion. Um, I believed this sh- should have happened a long time ago, but it's the right time. She's now champion, which is brilliant. I'm just hoping she's not a transitional champion, and hopefully she... We'll keep the belt through SummerSlam. You know, I wanted to keep it for a little bit, uh, sort of build up that legacy of Liv Morgan, really. Um, you know, going to get, if she does go one-on-one with Ronda and she comes out victorious, that will set her up for the, the future. Uh, Wisdoms of Ben also had a comment about Liv Morgan. Uh, absolutely fine with Liv being champion. Well-deserved. Looking forward to... Uh, <laughs> so that's the well this is what he thinks going to happen so he thinks uh, Liv's going to probably going to retain the title and possibly a Liv and Baby, uh, Bailey feud maybe a just double turn he thinks so that's a, quite out there in the future Ben but uh, you could be right there man could be right um, 
I've already mentioned uh, Brock, and obviously it's a last man standing match between Brock and uh, Roman Reigns, obviously. I've already kind of touched upon that, to be fair. Uh, Going to be, hopefully it is the last time these two meet because they face each other so much. Um, I don't really know what more these guys can do, really, to be honest. Um, again, we'll do a prediction show closer with the week before. And I was about to give you a prediction, but I'm not going to. Or is it a spoiler? I don't know. <laughs> um one of the best matches at Money in the Bank, I think I said it on the podcast, was um, the Usos versus the Street Profits. Uh, excellent match, excellent match, loved it. Was not aware of how the finish went until they showed that replay. Montez Ford's shoulder was up, so we're going to have a rematch um, at SummerSlam, which we we already discussed that that was going to happen. Um, apparently, well, not apparently, it's been announced there's going to be a special referee who has not been announced yet, so there's going to be a special ref in this um, unified tag team championship match. Now, I will admit, I have no idea who's coming up to do this, who's going to do it. The um, the one that makes sense, um, but I mean, what a, what a screw job it would be, is um, Sefa Fatu, who's in NXT at the moment, who's actually the younger brother of the Usos, um, there is rumours of him being called up to the main roster. Whether this happens at SummerSlam or whether this happens after, I don't know. Um, so there's going to be a you know an outside factor here. There's going to be a special referee for the undisputed unified tag team championships at SummerSlam. Um, I have no idea who's going to win it. Again, we'll do the predictions uh, a week before on the Tuesday before SummerSlam. Um, but yeah, he like I said, he's actually the younger brother of the. Um, of the Usos, really. Um, I mean, there's some, there's been, there's some good stuff on Raw this week. I wouldn't say... I mean, the main event was brilliant. I loved it. So the show's too long, man. Honestly. Um, it's just... Uh, again, like I said, it's just too long sometimes. Um, you know, Brock opening up the show was good. Uh, you know, he did, he did what Brock did. Um, within the first 15 minutes of the show, put out through a table. Um, the main event was good. Um, and generally... There was some good stuff throughout, but nothing really to make me go like this is a five-star Raw or anything. But we're building to SummerSlam, and that's where the action is going to be, isn't it, at the end of the day? Uh, some great stuff over there. Um, and I think, again, like I said earlier, I think SmackDown is probably the um, the better show of the two. Um, and I think it has been since they did this brand extension thing. Again, SmackDown is slowly and slowly built up the uh, rep they have. Um, for um, the wrestling over there. And obviously Roman being universal champion for a while was absolutely um, was absolutely amazing. So, and now he's the uh, unified um, the unified uh, champion. Uh, the Street Profits did take, uh, uh, take and our truth took on the Usos and Omos. That was quite good. Bianca Belair did take on Carmella. Uh, yeah, again, good match. AJ Styles, Ezekiel, uh, took on Tomasa Champa and Miz. Um, again, that's quite a good. It's a weird pairing, I think, with Miz and Tomasa, but I think it, for some reason, it just works. I don't know why it works, but it does. Um, and one thing I didn't mention really is Becky. Oh, did I mention it? Becky Lynch uh, won in a women's title match, obviously. Uh, Rey Mysterio versus Finn was a good match, actually, in fairness. But again, nothing on the show really stood out to me like you need to watch his Raw. We are building the stories. We're getting there, we're, and we're aiming towards SummerSlam. To be totally honest with you, and that's the the general sort of um, gist is what we want, isn't it? 
we're aiming for it. I mean, SmackDown this week could be good. We've got uh, Liv um, in, a con- in a Champions Contenders match. Even though she's a champion, I'm guessing there's going to be a triple threat uh, component to that. Um, but as it stands, the card apparently does say it's going to be Liv versus uh, Ronda. But obviously, we'll see how it pans out. Obviously, things do change on, in wrestling quite a lot. So um, we'll just wait and see. Yeah. Well, that's it. Thank you very much for listening to the show. I've managed to rant for 32 minutes, <laughs> roughly. Uh, thank you very much. Please give me a follow on on Twitter at In the Corner WWE and give SJP World Media a follow. And we'll see you again next time for In the Corner with Benny Mac. Thanks for listening.